inside of reach. This pain and all this grief. You see God and you have to speak. Tell him it's crazy in these streets. Feel my pain. I'm Pastor Phil. Welcome to Church on the Block. Real talk about hip-hop, the church, and the streets with my great co-host, Pastor Jay and Ruck Boy on Holy Culture Radio, Sirius XM, Channel 154. We want to talk to you today about the church and what do we mean when we say the church? I'm going to break it off with this uh, with this illustration. There was a guy walking and he uh, he fell, fell down the cliff and he uh, was trying to find a way not to bust his head on a 900 foot drop. And he grabbed a branch. He grabbed that branch and stopped him from falling all the way. And he's hollering and hollering, hollering. Can somebody help me? Somebody help me. Somebody help me. Nobody shows up. Nobody hears him. It gets a little darker. Finally, he said, look, God, if you really exist, if you're really there, like, tell me what to do and I'll do it. He doesn't hear nothing. Waits a couple of minutes later and says it again. And finally, God says, uh, you trust me? You'll do everything? Yes, I trust you. Just just get me out of there. Tell me what to do. I'll do anything you tell me to do. God says, let go of the branch. You may have heard that story before. To me, I believe that's sort of the issue at time where the church is at. Is the church, the body of Christ, the people of God, the local congregation, are we trusting God? What do you say? What do you say, Pastor Jay? What do you say? Yeah, man, that's a good question. I love that illustration because it kind of reminds me that like holding on to that branch really reminds me of what the issues with the church have been. And it's not so much about like, we don't want to be relevant. We don't want to help. We don't want to be a part of what's going on in the world. It's that we're so afraid of letting go of what we know. Right. To try something new. Right. Because we know if I hold on to this branch, at least I'm not, I'm sure that I'm I'm sure that. Right. (laughs) I'm sure that I'm good. And so, you know, it really is. It's not even as much. I think to me, it's it's uh it's what's in between us trusting God mm. and and getting mm. to where and that's fear, right? It's the fear of letting go. Wow. More than it is whether or not we trust God. We fear the unknown more than we trust God. What's between, man? Break that down. That was you know, like that's that's that the was problem. Dumb. So as we we I'm about hold to walk out on, the room. <laughs> <you're> so, <laughs> <We're> so good. <laughs> as we hold on, we hold on because we know. We don't let go because we don't know. And that's what's in between. So it's the in between. That's what we got to recognize. And that's where where when we talk about who the church is, mm. we're saying the church really exists in the middle of that. Ooh. I don't know. That's where the church is. When you can let go of what you know right. and trust God for what you don't know, that's when you become the church. Now, here's the that's pr- deep. That's that's. We need to pause and just a moment of silence. <laughs> Say that part again. <laughs> yes, yes. It's, it's, the church is in between that. It's the holding on to what we know. Right. Right. Is the problem. But if we could let, and then it's the letting go so we can get what we don't know. It's the in between of that where the church exists. <laughs> we exist in the ability to let go of what we know and trust what we don't Ooh, know. For- we, we live in the in between. And sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> That's what well, church we get. Right. That's what I'm just saying. Like, <laughs> I need think about the player. foolishness right, right, of faith. Right. Think about the foolishness of faith. Yeah. The foolishness of faith is to trust something, to trust something that hasn't been proven. <laughs> so when you don't let go, when you don't let, like, you won't let go because you don't know. And really, you know, you could be like two feet from the ground. <laughs> you, you know what I'm saying? But you won't let go because you know this works. But God is saying, Man. let go. I'm telling you, I got something better for you. That's so true. And so, you, you know, we, they, they say people drown when they're three feet from the shore. Yes. Just to stand up. Yeah. They, they, most accidents by people uh, who are harmed physically um, are like they were less than a mile away from the crib. Like you're almost, you were almost there, but 
you didn't move all the way. You know what yes. I'm saying? You, all you need to do yes. is stand up. You panic so much. Even when I was going through life saving school as a lifeguard, yes, I was a lifeguard. YMCA training. What did you say? Oh, right. I, uh, I saved one myself. Uh, <laughs> but. Uh, <laughs> But no, man, it, they said, like, don't run to a person who is still thinking that right. they can hold on. That's right. You have to wait till they let go. Right. And sometimes you have to almost fight them. I've seen guys who thought they were big and strong in the water and they're trying to save somebody, get almost drown themselves because mm-hmm. this person is super panicked. You got super strength because you're not trying to die. And so once we give up that piece right, right there, right? That's right. Now, to, now, now I'm adding some little, little, little lemon pepper with this piece, right? To me, Uh-oh. the complicated part of letting go is the way churchianity has been perceived mm. when it comes to the way in which leaders of a local congregation may project the safety of their from preaching to to the way ministry's done it's all safe mm-hmm. so it gives fuel to keep holding on to the daggone branch thing right here you got a church in the neighborhood and you got a lot of people coming but ain't nobody in the neighborhood even know y'all who who mm-hmm. is y'all mm-hmm. the schools is burning up on fire with lack of education and they, they the situations are crazy in the neighborhood but is there a commitment of faith to say, okay, I can truly trust God. I think, man, literally God is straight bored. I think God is bored, 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 bored. He up here hooping with Abraham and them. And <laughs> ain't nobody trusting God. He's like, Working man, miracles. I'm uh, I'm going to wait till somebody really believe in me and trust in me to the degree that we can see things happen. And it's crazy that when we do see something happen that seems like a miracle or whatever the case is, it's it's it, it awestrucks us, right? To the yeah. degree that that wow, somebody had faith enough to believe in that and to move in such a way. One of the passages I love the most is in uh, Mark chapter two, where the the, the roof buses busted the roof down to bring their boy to Jesus. Yeah. They didn't give a flip. They didn't care what you said about them. They didn't. They cussed me out. Yeah. And, and, and the irony of that story to me is a couple of things. Like they go through the house to try to bring a paraplegic to Jesus. The religious people trying to get the word of God wouldn't let him in. <laughs> that is irony to me. Like how, yeah. if we see a person who's uh, who's disabled or what we say in, in some places, abled, but they're, you know. Uh, differently uh, able. Differently able, right. Then it's like, Oh man, we're gonna let the, we're gonna open the door. We're gonna make sure they're straight. Right. These mugs, no, I want to hear. I'm you. You should have came early. I'm praying in the spirit. <laughs> what? Get. They told him to get up out of. They go to the roof. They bust the roof down. And then the, the thing when he comes down, Christ doesn't call him paraplegic. He says, "My son." Yeah. Right. And right. their faith. Right. Their faith. Their they faith. let go of the branch some mysterious way. And as they let go of the branch and they dropped you down, how purposeful were they? to walk up the side of the thing, of these stairs, to carry yeah. this mat. But then the mystery part, the, the part that I get that really messes me off the time is that when he left, he got his mat and left. He, the boy ain't never walked in his life. He don't even know what that word means. He gets his mat, this boring stuff he's doing. And then the people said, the people left there and like, we ain't never seen nothing like this before. And that part right there is the world I want to live in. Yeah. I yeah. want to live in where yeah. I ain't never seen nothing like this before. Why? Because some people let go of the daggum branch. Man. Ah, ah, you know what ah. I'm saying? Right, come right. on, come on. I'll and, translate. And you, he said that. Right, translate. He said, back up. Um, <laughs> but it's one of them kind of things where when you yeah, got good, so man. much church in and he's drowning out uh, the freedom and where Christ is, there is liberty. And so if that's really true, then let go. Because that freedom will not be fully experienced by you grabbing on a hold yeah. of what you're so most comfortable in. So here's, here's, here's what I always say to people, right? 
because I am a defender of of the church, like the real church. Definitely, the real church. I love the church. Like, I think it's God's chosen change agent for the world. I believe when God's people get together, things do change. Here's what I say about the church, though. What happens is we don't recognize that letting go of the branch looks different in different generations. As time changes, so should our response to culture, our response to what the world needs. And so what happens is the, the church that we looking at with disdain now that we say they just holding on to the branch at one point they was revolutionary you know what I'm saying <laughs> true, like true, their true. parents was like oh that ain't church what are y'all doing y'all, you know and then they get, com- get comfortable in what they've done and say we revolutionary we got it now mm. and then they'll never let go of the branch when the next generation is saying y'all holding on to stuff that we don't need no more right, and so the thing right. is not just about letting go of the branch it's how many times Will you let go if God says let go? Mm. You have to keep growing. You have to keep trusting. Even if what you would have did 40 years ago, what you want to do now is contrary <laughs> to what you would have did 40 years ago. Ooh. Because the culture changes and God changes <laughs> with the culture. And people don't like to hear, God yeah. never changes. God let yeah. No, that's not what I'm saying. God doesn't have to change. God is everything we need God right, to be. Right. Right. Yeah. God, we didn't need God to be that 40 years ago because yeah. that wasn't an issue. Right, right. But 40 years in the future, we need God to be something else in order true. for these kids to know that God loves true, them. True, true. And so God can be that. Well, we stop God from being that by not letting go. Right, That's right. what I mean and by. See, yeah, and, and, and I'm with you. I think I think it's you know, the lens cap you put on. The lens yes. cap you put on, right? I think just like what you're saying, we stand on the shoulders of those who went before us in the church, in the body of Christ. And the peculiar way they did stuff was un unusual then right right but right and and, and, and there are there's, there's some give and take my, my my thing is even even whatever stance and era you may be from that you are welcoming that work of god mm. in the mystery don't hold back like there's a difference to me between old folks and elders yeah. like old folks will be like baby you look at you look at you look at you. a lot of judgmental a lot of i'm, I'm you know bringing in the sheaves and i'm just <laughs> staying in this one spot and this one lane hey that's the joy <laughs> <laughs> Well, it was it it bringing in the sheaves. The way it was in my world with these older <laughs> saints believing on a car ride from Kansas City to St. Louis for three hours, it just drove me a little too crazy. Uh, when the radio didn't go anymore, and they were singing this oh husband and wife singing God. in the car, I couldn't have I couldn't put on earphones That's quick right. enough. Um, but the thing is, is that uh, are we welcoming the spirit enough to be? elders to say, okay, this baton needs to be passed. I welcome this. I don't have to fully understand it to support it That's and right. move in it. That's right. But that that element right there, man, if that element could really be triggered, man, there would be cats could maybe feel freer in different spaces, you know, uh, to the degree that they could welcome the newness of, of this unique of of this unique uh, piece. Rug boy? Man, I'm just soaking it up right now. <laughs> Sitting here in the midst of the conversation and listening to both Jay of your perspectives. I'm still Psycho stuck on, on on what Jay said. Yeah. And I guess I got to uh, ask the question, is it okay for the church to say they don't know? Because mm. mm. wow. people ask me wow. questions and I'm like, I don't know. Right, right. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. To me, and I don't think we will ever know certain questions. But Definitely. I Definitely. believe that as you were talking about the way we used to do things, the, the old way of doing things was we knew everything. Mm. But we don't know. Hmm. There are things we just don't know. That's where faith comes in. Yeah. Right, right. Paul said we see through a glass darkly. Yes. Like we, we see, you know, yes. we, we know in part, we prophesy in part, and that's the only part I know. Um, and so it's one of the kind of things that that it's, it's welcoming. 
it's freeing in that space. Yeah. Like 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 uh, when when we are freed up to not have to know everything, mm. not have to be all things, all people to our humanity to be like I'm frustrated right now, right? And you know, in some eras they, they they wouldn't let your humanity be as, as freed up in that space. I think. I mean, thinking about that, imagine if the guy in his story, right, like he gets saved after this mm. thing, he let go, and something happens. People are like, how could you possibly let go? You didn't know until he's like, I didn't know. All I knew is who said let go. So it's okay to say we don't know. That's true. Because we don't have to know. We just have to know who is giving us the That's commands. True. The you know what I mean? The object of our faith so, is greater. Yes. Man, if I, see, here's the thing. If our faith is based on our own capacity, mm. then it's not really faith mm. in that way. It's faith has to be outside of your own capacity. The object of our faith is God. Unlimited, right? Yes. And so if my faith is based on what I can do, then I'm only going to do what I can do. And I'm going to only do what I can do. And I'm not going to trust in God. That's why I think God is bored. Yo, man, this is crazy. I can even have to stop right here. Oh, my gosh. Yo, you're listening to Church on the Block. Real talk about hip hop, the church, and the street. Do not, you hear me? Do not touch that dial. Do not touch that knob. Don't unplug the Bluetooth. Stay right here with us. Welcome back to Church on the Block. Real talk about hip hop, the church, and the streets. And man, my brothers, my brothers are getting it in today, man. Pastor Jay. Pastor Jay in the building. Yeah, yeah. It's been a good convo. Man, man. it's, it's a good. Good convo right here. Yeah. And Rock Boy. Rock Boy. Yo, what's good, man? I'm hoping y'all soaking this up like I am. Some great conversation this Sunday morning. Yeah, you 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 ended up the last part. Like, wait a minute, what we, what was you talking about? So we we gonna start with that in this segment right here. So that, so, so my question was, is it okay for the church to say I don't know? And and my thought behind that, you know, we have we have the LGBT community, we have. So many different right. topics. We got gun topics and abortion and, and abortion, life. right? And the church has led the way in most of these discussions early mm. on in life. And as Jay talked about the old way of doing things. Right. And so my, my, as I go through life and I got friends and family and and they're going through these things and they are leaving the church. Right. Because the church is still saying, no, this is the right way. And I'm looking through the Bible and I'm like, show me where. Yeah. Right. Because yeah. I, I don't know what to tell people. <laughs> exactly. So I'm saying, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> right. right. True. Right. True. Right. True. And, and I... You know, my initial response when you said it was just like, we we need to be able to say, I don't know, because that's literally where faith begins. You know, wow. that's how Phil got into that conversation wow. about, you know, faith and capacity. But like, I like hearing it from this perspective that you're talking now, because whenever we decide that we're going to choose our religion over relationships. Come on. That's when I think we've completely missed the Man, mark in yes. the church. Man. Whenever we will choose a way of thinking over the reality of the people that are before us yes. and how they are being disconnected from God because of the way we think and what we hold to be true, we cannot possibly say that that looks like Jesus. That's right. that's the part that frustrates Ooh-wee. me. We, you know, so we got to figure out a way. And that's why I say it's consistently letting go. It's like, okay, well, that was true. For this situation, but we're there's some new <laughs> things happening now that we weren't thinking about then. Yeah, maybe I need to rethink my stance on some yeah. stuff. Yeah, and where's God standing? And I know people don't like to hear that, but you know we gotta yeah. not choose 
a way of thinking, a religious and, belief over and, and right. Yeah, we, we always say we always say uh, rules minus relationship equals rebellion. Mm. Right. We yeah. talk about relationship uh, with rules equals redemption. Mm. Right. And so when, when you have a reality of of relationships. They they muck and mire. They all over the place, right? We all sweet one moment. Now we like uh, Kendrick on, uh, <laughs> on the conversation he had, right? right but right. but uh, uh, God desires that kind of. And you look at history of God's relationship with all from everybody from the disciples to Adam. Mm. It was all. It was not sweet. It was not. It was peculiar. It was different. It was new. And how does God handle? Even Thomas. I love Thomas, right? Thomas wanted a touchable faith. And he when Christ comes in the door and says. Because he said, I don't believe nay word, none of y'all, right? And he walks in the door and 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 you know, he's right there and, and Thomas says, you know, my Lord and my God. He doesn't diss Thomas. He doesn't say, Man, we had a relationship, Joe. I thought you was whack. No, he just say, Hey, you know, some believe because they're gonna see, some believe won't touch. You know, it's like it's like yeah. meeting us in those yeah. in the in the in the full humanity of who we are should always override uh, being right on some yes. theological yes. Uh, assumption of it being right, right? Because yeah. even even folks who thought they was right about black folk and not having souls right. have learned that perhaps black folks have souls <laughs> and maybe we shouldn't treat them in a certain way. Right. So is there not then freedom and evolution of that still staying true to who we are in Christ? Right. Without fear, that's the fear. We're losing the foundation of who we are in Christ. No, no. Christ hung with cats who was gangsters, cats who was thugs, cats who betrayed him you know pimps and prostitutes scripture talk about he was at different parties i mean the the stuff that john talks about like like there's not enough volume that can contain it so you know yes. G, if jesus at a party kicking it you know what i'm saying they they doing a limbo i'm doing my age in a limbo they, i don't know what parties i was at doing a limbo but i'm just uh, you know whatever he was doing in, in that time there was a limbo they was you know breathing fire whatever he was doing <laughs> Crazy stuff. <laughs> I mean, he was all in for the humanity of the people he was with. Yes. And in yes. the midst of that, right, you think God and the humanity of all of that was sitting there talking about, oh, these people don't got it right. No. He said, I had compassion on these people. They like they lost sheep. Mm. You know, that love overrode um, the the rightness. And the Pharisees was all about trying to be right. The Pharisees are all the ones trying to be dogmatic with things That's and it. skipping human. Are you gonna heal a man on the Sabbath? Are you crazy? Right. What do you what are you on? Watch it, watch it. Put your hand back in your face. <laughs> Bam. Now what? Your mama, your cousin, back up off of me, right? Right. <laughs> when I think of that, like, you know, another like good example, biblical story though, is this is Peter, right? Like Sure. He's trying to get Peter to recognize he had a way of thinking about things, you know, certain stuff you don't eat, mm. certain stuff right, you know, places right, I don't go, right. things I don't be around, right? Yeah, yeah. Jesus, like, he, he put that boy to sleep, <laughs> dropped the sheet in front of him, put all the food he ain't supposed to eat on there, like, eat, bro. Right. And Peter, like, nah, oh, man, we don't eat that. What you talking about? Ugh, ain't mess with no pigs feeding right. pork chops. What you talking about? <laughs> right, right. You know, and Jesus is like, bro, what are you talking about? Don't you ever call unclean what I. There was a time. Yeah. When that made sense. Correct. And this was how you guys' relationship with me worked. So mm -hmm. leave me alone about my bacon. Hey, hey. <laughs> hey, you the baconator, bro. I can't bother you on your bacon. Man, right, but, right. But, you know, but that's all in preparation for what he's going to do with Cornelius. Like, this is an exactly. example. But this is because I'm going to send you to a dude you don't think 
Mm-hmm. Could ever right, right. really be in love with because God because of relationship. relationship. But Ooh. I need you to go. You see what I'm saying? So there was a time when you would have held on to the branch of like, this is safe, <laughs> this is right. Yep. You know, and I had to break all of that yeah. and give you a whole new paradigm in order yeah. for who God is in this moment mm-hmm. to be revealed. Right. Why do we think that that stopped? Right. Why right. do we think that God is not still saying, I have to break stuff that you held on to sacredly right. in order for me to be revealed to this generation in the way I, I, mean, I, I just mean, don't get it. I, if clear. God comes from heaven to earth, there ain't nothing God won't do to be in that relationship. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I mean, yeah. it, 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 what, what, I mean, what? Oh, I, I went to heaven to earth. Um, like that, that in and of itself tells you the extreme commitment and the extreme reality of what God is about in that relationship. So, we need to model that. If you're going to, yes. you know, I tell cats all the time, look, look in the text, look in the gospels and just study how Jesus was hanging. Not only just what he did, but how he said what he mm. said. He's talking to one cat. How dare you not know this and blah, 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 reborn. Another woman talking about, hey, you don't give me some water. Give yeah. Me some water. I mean, just, you know what I'm saying? It's, just, it's a right. human touch of that piece right there, man. And, and, and the, the fear of not knowing the fear of like, what you like, what you're talking about to of, of, of of is my humanity to, to, to be safe with God? I need to know all of all of this stuff, but yeah. we we don't, you know. That, that's actually where I was trying to go with the whole Peter thing, and I forgot. But thank you, Phil. Amen. Because he asked God. the question: Is it okay not to know when Jesus sends Peter to Cornelius? He don't know. <laughs> He's literally like, uh, I don't think this is good. But if you say go. Was, we'll see what happens when I get there. And that was Don Cornelius in the tank. That's the first Don Cornelius. <laughs> soul train, yeah. exactly. He, he had a With soul. a microphone. Yeah, wow. so. yeah, so. You know what I'm just saying? Like, it's dope to me that, like, yep. literally, he had to say, I don't know. This right. is not how I was raised. This is not what I believe. <laughs> I don't think this is going to work at we all. Don't this do this dude, in our church. Right, right. This dude is centurion. Like, I don't, I'm, I think this ain't going to work. He but smell like bacon in the crib. So like he just said, go, so. I'm gonna go, right. and 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 it changes everything. Everything changes everything. So I, yes, and I I think it's time for us to challenge the church mm. in that way of thinking. Uh, Bible study last week we we talked about the uh, the woman who who got caught with adultery, mm-hmm. um, and the, you know we kind of went around and talked about what we picked out of that. And one of the things I got, I was like, wait a minute, it was a Pharisee that brought the woman, right, to them. Yeah. And Jesus said, he who was without sin cast the first stone. The Pharisees practice the law. They hold the law. Mm, But he couldn't even cast the stone. (laughs) The man who holds the law couldn't even (laughs) cast the stone. Yeah. 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 So it's just like, yeah, it's time for us to rethink the way we, we hold people to these rules and, 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 we don't know. Right. Yes. Right. See, you call yes. them ruckus right there. That's yeah. why they call me ruckus. Yeah. Before it was ruckus, it was trouble. So Ooh. now. Say, bring the, oh, can I say that here? Bring the ruckus. Bring, bring, the, bring ru- the ruckus. Yeah. <laughs> bring yeah. the. Oh, wait. I won't say the next part. But bring the ruckus. <laughs> I don't know, man. That's just my heart, you know, yeah. As, yeah. as I as I talk with. A lot of the younger people, and True. you know, I'm I'm seeing them not wanting to come to church and walk yeah. away from the church. I'm like, yeah. man, come on, don't walk away from church. Yeah, walk away from the people. Mm. Stay connected yes. to God. Follow Him. Follow yes. Christ. Yes. Yeah, and let's do things the way He would do them. 
Yeah, and see, that's what's at stake, right? That's what's at stake is that this intimate relationship uh, will never be fully experienced, right? Because of folks trying to be right or folks trying to be uh, uh, religious or not, are not welcoming mystery. Yeah. God is mystery. Yeah, you know, Abraham good. Heschel, man, one of his great quotes is, I asked for wonder. Woo! I love that. I asked for wonder. Like, what do you do with wonder? Like, do you try to dissect and, and all the reason why the sun is that way and the reason why the northern skies are that way in the sun? Because, no, you don't freaking know, okay? Let me say another word, but you don't know, yes, okay? Yeah, so in the context yeah, of yeah, yeah. feeling free in the not knowing, mm. right? Feeling free in that space, man. And too many times, I think, having to know all the way before I let go has hindered, I think, the move of God, the mm. move of God in that context, right? So it's like, I've got to make sure this is, and because if you factor in, I'm making, I'm paying my car payment, uh, money involved, life, you know, where, where is that, where is that raw, uncut faith where, when, when you know, there's a theological term called poverty of spirit, which says, I look to my right, left, front, back, and there's nobody around to support. The only thing I could do is look up. Mm. Right, where is that that desire that all I got is you, yeah, you know? Yeah. And so, therefore, what what else can I do if all I got is you in that space, man? Mm. You know, to me, it, it it is it is that part, that little caveat of welcoming that that I think hinders uh, the generation to. Because they question in everything. They on TikTok, yes. they on Flip yes. Flop. Well, it's probably a new app created today. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, knock, knock or whatever. And so, and, and they're pushing that and they're pushing that. And, 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 and traditional settings in the church are like holding fast. Like, no, wait, wait, wait. And, and it's not like that hasn't done before. Right. But to the degree that there's another level of, 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 of anxiousness about it, I guess, mm. per se. And, and you know, some cats would stay with you. This generation, like, I'm bouncing. Deuces. Yes, yes, I'm out yes. of here. I'm bouncing. I'm out. <laughs> yes. Yes. Well, they have options. Yeah, right. You know what I mean? That's mm-hmm. the thing. Like, that, that that's also the part that culture uh, does plays a part in when we talk about church. Yeah. Right? There was a time, especially in America, where there weren't really many other options. Right. It was like, if you were a person of faith, then that meant you were a Christian or you went to church. Yeah, you, exactly. you know what I mean? You do that. <laughs> But now, like, as we've awakened to different ways of understanding right. who God is and all that thing, people are like, man, I don't have to go sit in your church and listen to somebody right. yelling, screaming at me and tell me I'm wrong and I'm bad and I'm all that. <laughs> man, no, I can get with a group of people. We can do life together. I can be online. I don't even have to come be in the same physical space as somebody right. else right. to create community right. anymore. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And until we as the body of Christ recognize where us and culture merge in that sense, right. how do we understand that people are, are, are questioning things Asking questions and they have options. Yeah. Now we have to help them recognize why Christ and the church is the best option. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Yeah. You can't just tell your kids it's the only option because that's a lie. Yeah. yeah. It's a lie. Yeah. Yeah. But why is it the best option? It's because of unconditional love. It's because you don't have to know. Right. Right? It, that, but we don't talk that way. Yeah. And one of the questions my mom uh, passed away in 2019 in her diary or her on, on the side of her Bible, she said, a great quote, man. She said, if you knew that you could be loved, uh, uh, unconditionally, like how would you live? Like if you knew that you could be loved uncontrollably, like how would you? Man, I'd be jumping off of. I mean, and, and, I, and I believe I'm trying to do that now. And, and, and sometimes I pull back because I'm my own stuff, right? But in the context of that space, like if you knew in a relationship, 
with God, that you could be loved. Yo, I would be who I'm going to be. LGBTQ, yeah, yeah, you would yeah. be that way with with uh, uh, human rights. And other, you'd yeah. be like, yo, let's, and, and he would welcome some. And see, this is the thing, right? Some of the people who don't know God, don't care about God, are the most faithful people that's right. that's <laughs> to that right. relationship that's right. than daggum Christians. I'm saying it, that's right. Uh, the, the Christians are so, you got to be with me this way. What? Mm. No, no. And then you, so you put on a mask, I can be with you this way so I can rap, have a concert, or so I can get a preaching deal, or I can get a book, or yeah. man, you just, you just, you, you downplay the, 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 the holisticness of God or the, 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 the welcomeness of God, yeah. right? In, in, in that space because it's got to be this way, eh? That's right. Man, but, but being, there's a search for that love. There's a search for that kind of love, man, that, uh, that oftentimes I think is not done or exemplified enough. You know, the body of Christ, right? Christ said, they're going to know you, my people, because you're love. They're going to know you, mine, because how you be loving. Yes, but I'm going to love you if you love me back this way. What the what? Mm. What? What? You, what? I can't do it. I can't do it. The beginning of that is a new commandment. Mm. I give, Woo-hoo. right? That's the beginning of John 13, 34, yep. 35. A new commandment I give you. Yeah. Right? That you love one another also as I have loved you. Yeah. Jesus is saying right. things change. Right. Right? right? You heard that, you know, you should love your people who love you and right. hate your enemy. Well, I'm right. saying, nah. Right. Love anybody can do that. Right? right. Like love those who despite despitefully use you and 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 want to do all kinds of evil against you. Right. Like right. he is like changing the game consistently. Exactly. Yeah. I just don't understand why we got such a problem with See, the game changing. And you gotta let go of something <laughs> to do that, right? Because, yeah. you yeah. know, I like hating on you. What you mean? Right. What you mean? I'm you quiet. Your quiet suck. Right, I don't right, know What right. you on? You know what I'm saying? We see all Hezekiah walk. What you on? What y'all you on? Y'all rock together. Y'all, right, y'all in that hippity hop and that hoppity hip. <laughs> y'all ain't like loving God. And in, the, in the past, read. What, what you can't read? Why in the beginning. Why, so, stop right there. The beginning means the starting place. Where are you starting at? Well, we don't, what? 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 We're gonna do the whole show on messaging in the church. What the boop are you talking about? That's the name of that show. That's what we're gonna talk about. Oh my god! Oh my god! I mean, just just the way in which folks, I think, at times, if they're not familiar with church or God in that context, one have a belief about how things are. Maybe they got a friend at, at, at work who's just so loving and so real and welcoming, and they say, "I'm gonna go to this such and such church." What what is it that the layers that they got to go through to get to that space where it's like I thought it was and it's not like and it isn't, you know, and it's just like uh, the, the lack of welcoming all of our humanity yes. is, uh, is, yeah. is keeps people grabbing on to the stick versus letting go. But I can tell you some brothers who don't give a flip about God, Jesus, not like they, they, they the closest people to me because they like, I'm about you, man. You know how you that guy, like, you keep all that, right? But I'm with you. I'm like, dang. Where my, where my soldiers at? Who love the Lord that way, that way, man. <laughs> we'll be right back with Church on the Block. Real talk about hip-hop, the church, and the streets. Holy Culture Radio, Sirius XM, Channel 154. Come back with us. Yo, this is Pastor Phil. Welcome back to Church on the Block. Real talk about hip-hop, the church, and the streets, man, with my great friends, great hosts, Pastor Jay. Yo, what up, everybody? And Ruck Boy. What it do? Yeah, we in a deep, deep 
I mean, I'm talking about psycho, alpha, disco, beta, bio, aqua, doula, parliament, funkadelic, deep about the church and trusting. And been listening what? to some George Clinton. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> <laughs> a butterfly. Um, so I want to introduce this section uh, as we talk about trust, right? And 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 really, it's about are we and will you and can you be able to trust in what you don't know, right? And, and and be comfortable in that area of uncomfortableness, right? And knowing that God is working in spite of what language you know, or Greek or Hebrew you don't know, or whatever the case is, or theology you think you aspire to. There was a young dude from the beach area, wanted to go to church, walks into a church, no shoes on, no socks, shorts, whatever, tank top, heard music, walk right down in the middle of the church, all the way down, music rocking, music rocking, everybody looking at him, they in a little Sunday best, and he sits right on the floor in the front, not the front pew, on the floor, legs crossed, rocking and singing with everybody else, not even knowing a song. Here come the deacon, though, from the church. He come down with a cane, walking down the middle of the aisle, going to the front where the young guy was sitting at, and everybody knew he was about to give him the business. That deacon sat right down with that young guy, threw his hands in the air and praised God with everybody else. And everybody was shook by that, right? Are you and can you be that comfortable with the uncomfortable, right? The reality of what God had to do to be uncomfortable, but be comfortable with our uncomfortableness as a human being. Are you serious? I think there's an, a, an example we can follow <laughs> that would give us hope to be so relationally intertwined. I mean, we talked about LGBTQ community and we need to have a whole show just on that you know yeah. and and to really talk about what that really means is we're gonna be the church on the block they're on the block yeah. and i'm not saying they're like they're other people but that's the word that the church we use they're on the block there they are right those people that kind of conversation right what does that mean yeah. are they not human do they not use the bathroom from the same body parts you use the bathroom <laughs> from? then, then if, if that was the case then there's another alien in the building, but man, no. Come on, come so on. in the humanity of all of that kind of stuff, man. And I get it. Sometimes it's a growth. Sometimes it's an evolution of, of, of that kind of comfortableness in uncomfortable spaces. But that's where we need to be. Y'all. I mean, if we are going to say we're followers of Christ and we say, oh, we love him. He was comfortable in uncomfortable stuff because he was God. Mm. How is it that God can do that and be an example for us in that same model? But we can't. We have to suspect that, put parameters around it. Yo, that ain't the church I want to be a part of. You hear what I'm saying, Rug Boy? I hear you, man. <laughs> I hear you. What'd you say, yeah, Pastor no, James? That's good. That's good. Yeah, the this idea of being comfortable in uncomfortability, like, it takes me back again to like when I think of church, that's that's the kind of vision I get. Mm. No, we keep answering the question when we say real talk about the church, right? What are yeah. we talking about? What are we defining? And we're defining a group of people who are okay with being uncomfortable. Like they understand that, that culture consistently changes, times consistently change. And therefore, if they're comfortable, they're probably not living out the gospel. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Right, so, right, right. I think when I think about churches that that I'm impressed by, or even groups of people, there's there's conglomerates of, yeah. of people coming together. Yeah, it's for people who learn how to live in the tension of our day. Ooh. So, um, one group I've been following a lot is the And Campaign. The And Campaign. Like I that. Really like the And Campaign. And um, what I love about it is they they stand on this like theme of yes, biblical values, but also like social issues and social justice. It's gotcha. not a separation. Yeah, yeah. It's not either or. Right. And when that's your reality, it means that you don't get to pick a side Ooh. about anything. 
You have to understand what True. the Bible says about it. True. And then take what the Bible says it Man. and say, but let's put that in its current context in mm. our own social day now. Yeah. So, you know, all the conversations about um, Roe versus, Ro versus Wade right, right now. Right. Like they like, why are we letting politics frame our thoughts? Woo. About people, yeah, right. Like, and about like that's ridiculous. Yeah. They don't get to frame my thoughts about people. Right, our relationships do. Mm. Right, I don't. I don't have to say it's right or wrong to do anything like that. I have to say I'd like to get to know you and your situation, yep. and walk with you and whatever decisions have Man. to happen based on your situation. Right, it's like. That's so freeing because I is. don't know what the right answer right. is. I just know as long as I stay close and walk with you yeah. through the good, bad, whether I agree, understand or not, right. that I'm being who the church is called to be. Yeah. If we could stop trying to do God's job Ooh. and just do the job we were given, you know, we would do so much better. There no applications for jobs. Job, one no command we were given, Phil. One command, team. And that's to love. Yes. There's no other command to humans. Exactly. In the whole scriptures. Right. No, no other command. Right. Love. Love. Love God. Mm -hmm. Love the people around you. Exactly. That's it. Right. Right. So if if we could do that, then I think we could be comfortable. So no, enough. not love God and love the people that are like you, like 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 no. think like you. Love God and love the people who follow the rules. Uh, no. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> love God and love all people, Man. including yourself. Figure Ooh. that out. Yeah. Right. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. So that. That reality, you know, so I have seen, I have seen evolution of churches. Yeah. I have seen churches grow. I have seen um, individual members of churches grow yeah. because they've decided to devote themselves to relationship with people more yeah. so than being right. Yeah. And so That's, there are churches out there, right? No doubt. And, yeah. I mean, and you just got to look and you just got to be willing to, to do the work. I mean, great ministries too, like Emmaus ministry. Emmaus yeah. is that ministry in the yeah. city of Chicago where they have people who love on or walk alongside sex workers or, you know, street walkers. And they, they they encourage and invite other people to come out. They'll train you and you go out as well at 10 o'clock at night and post up with male, female prostitutes or what have you. And they are just journeying with people. Like I could see if folks had two heads or something, <laughs> then I'd be like, I can't do that ministry. I'm sorry. They're going to eat me or something. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. But they're human beings who are in a situation and who knows how they got there. You know what I'm saying? That's right. I mean, I'm not but a few 24 hours away if I'm not close to Christ Man. from being on these streets. You hear me? It. What? If I'm not close to Christ and a God got to be so real to me, I'm talking about cussing. God, <laughs> this don't make no boop, boop and sense. This don't make. What you think God going to do? My bad, Phil. No, God going to be like, all right, well, this is what it is. And yeah. I'll walk with you through it. You, I love that about God and that intimate relationship with that piece. Right. And so I try to. And desire that kind of so ministries that are like that, like Emmaus, they're going to walk along alongside of people. See, to me, when it comes to the church in that context, because it's not going to be in a bulletin, a name name is not going to be involved, or if it came down to some kind of props, then then we in some traditional settings may not necessarily pursue that. It's always going to be something grandest, mm. grand, not the little things, not the not the young cats we work with who get on our last nerves and walking with them to the degree that one day they'll get it. may not be now when I see it, maybe it had to be because I kick them out, right? right, in the context of that. But it's one of those kind of things that that is not going to be on a bulletin somewhere and not going to give you some props. And can you be comfortable in, in that uncomfortableness of not getting no props for something that you just do naturally? You know, one of the things the disciples did to kill me is that they wanted some props on some stuff that was just on natural stuff. I and mean, Christ, like, it, you're supposed to do that. Like, basically, with the text, it's like, you're supposed to do that. I mean, I, I scored a touchdown on a kickoff return one time and did this little dance thing. And the coach played that film the next day for, on Saturday practice for like 10 minutes. Look at Jackson. Look at Jack. Look, look, look at him. You want everybody to see it, don't you, Jack? Look at you. Look at him. And he kept doing. I kept doing it like Jackson. 
if you would have scored a touchdown and went up and saved somebody's life, did the Heimlich, then do that dance because you did something you weren't supposed to do. Mm. But you just did what you're supposed to do, score a touchdown. I was like, all right, then. <laughs> I guess I like <laughs> You know what I'm saying? If the church is do what you're supposed to do, yeah. be comfortable and uncomfortable to love, yeah. you would find, you would find, man, that there would be people who would be like, man, I never knew God was like this. Mm. Is God like that? Yes. Just being in that space that way, man. And it just hurts my heart sometimes that, that the young people we walk across and talk to, and they like think we're peculiar. Man, is this church like, man, you real crit? Yo, you mean... You don't know nobody like this. Like, this is the only kind of people I hang with. You right, know what I'm saying? Right, <laughs> that right, way. Right. You know, and it's like, it shouldn't be peculiar. It shouldn't be odd. It should be like, yo, we loving so crazy that it, it people are sprinting. I ain't open on a Tuesday. Can right. I come on a Tuesday? Right. Can I come and hang with you on a Tuesday? That part is what I believe I say where well, I say God is bored because there are people not loving enough to be living in a space of being comfortable in an uncomfortable space. You know what I'm saying? And there's some great ministries out there that are doing that. I mean, there's some MCs. There's some MCs who've evolved to That's the degree right. that they've yep. welcomed right. the wholeness of the humanity of people, right? And there's right. context that they've gotten blasted by that kind of context. Yes. There's others who won't yep. let that go, yes. right? Because that's what we're used to and that's what God says and that's how it ought to be, right? Yeah, yeah. You said before, which is powerful, man, quit trying to be God. Like God don't need, he, you know, he ain't asking, oh, I need a, a resume. Like, I need, right. you know, it's like, it's like just, there's no job openings for God. Like this God is there. It's, that's it's, right. It's, it's not, that's right. And there's no magical words you could say. I remember being early in my ministry and, and serving in not my ministry, it's early in ministry and doing evangelism. And it's like knocking on doors. If you die today, are you sure that God, then you go to heaven to be with the Lord? That was like the script to say yeah. that shock yeah. you into heaven yeah. type of a thing, right? But they may, they may say, yeah, but man, I ain't working right now. Right. I ain't got nothing for you, but I'm going to pray for you, right? Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yes. Yes. <laughs> Sell your cigarettes. I don't know what today you're going to do. I don't know what to do. <laughs> you know what I'm Say saying? Right. Say the Lucy. Like, um, but it's, it, it's like, but I can love you though. I, mm. I, I can love you. I can sit here with you every day on the porch, drink some Kool-Aid and, and talk about how time used to be. And maybe, maybe God in the midst of that, the mystery, that wonder, God would do something miraculous and bring hope to that space. You know, yeah, and though, yeah. being able to be real in those kinds of ways. But it's, 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 if you're fearful of doing that, it's because you've got this rigorous God that you serve or this rigorous script that you've got to follow in that piece, man. You know? Yes, we have a guest who just showed up, a great guest right here. Tell us your name. Who are you? My name's Colleen, and I have been helping with this wonderful yes. show. Um, but I, I was struck as you all were talking that the thing that I want the church to do, and the thing that I think they've lost, is this idea that Jesus didn't Jesus didn't have a blanket statement for people. Everything he said to people was different, depending on the person. It was so specific to what that person needed. And I think that the church has sort of lost its ability to see the individual humanity of people and to walk with them individually. I think we've sort of shortcutted because we're getting kind of lazy. And it's like, we're just going to make these really broad blanket statements and you all have to come fit under this umbrella so that you can be a part of it and we can feel good about ourselves. And rather than do the hard work of really knowing someone intimately and well and speaking specifically to them in their life circumstances. And I just, I think the churches that give me hope are the ones that are, are small and are getting mm. to know their people well and, and shepherding their flock. I think the bigger the churches have gotten, yeah. the more we, we need more general and more kind of less specific and less tailored to each person's humanity. And I just think that 
is opposite of what Jesus did when he dealt with people. Awesome. Woo! Fire. That's great. That's great. Fire. That's All right, uh, you fired, Phil. This is now <laughs> the Colleen Show. Right, exactly. <laughs> Welcome. This, we got Colleen with her show down. All the time. Colleen on the block. Exactly, yes. exactly. <laughs> That's so good. No, that, that last statement you made, too, about like getting more and more in general, people ask me, especially young folks, like, how do I know that your church is safe? That's what they're asking me. That's their question. How do I know your church is safe? And I always say the same thing. I cannot promise that to you. That's true. I can't promise it to you because we're a ragtag bunch of individuals yep. who gather together around the place we live in, not the beliefs we hold. Ooh. And since we gather around the place we live in versus the, the the beliefs we hold, there may be people who don't hold the same beliefs that I hold, and Man. therefore they may not be as safe to you. But all I can promise you Ooh. is, if I can't promise you safety, I can promise you a long term relationship. Yes. We will keep striving. Right. We will keep learning. We'll keep growing. And if safety is most important to you, mm-hmm. then I would say don't come. Man. Mm-hmm. Right? That's so good. In this in this congregation, to this community. Yeah. God will be safe with you at all times. All times. That's, that's the always point. a safe place. Yep. But if you needed to be safe, and that's why I try to get young people to understand yeah, the yeah. world has never promised us safety. Right. That's not even a promise of God. Like right. I'm, I'm God don't promise me safety. Right, right. You know? But I don't need safety when I got my brothers, when yeah. I got my sister. Right. I feel safe with y'all yeah. despite the fact that I know the world around me is crazy. Yeah. Right. People may not agree with what I believe, may not like me because of my skin color, may not like me because of the culture I come from. They may right. not, whatever. Right. I can't control them, mm-hmm. but I can surround myself with people who love me unconditionally. Wow. Love my dirty draw. Love me when I'm wrong. Exactly. And tell me when I'm wrong and yeah. all those other things. I just like to say to young people out there who are asking that question about safety, right? Like safety, as important as it is in today's day and age, because, man, there's a lot of hurt going on and a lot of things done in the name of Jesus that are wrong. Let me just say it. True. But we cannot promise you safety. All we can promise you is we will love you. That's the only command we got. Yes. And if you'll let us do that, then I think you'll begin to feel safe yeah. with the people, not because we're saying the right things, but because we're showing you that we love you. And see, that's so that's so good right there. Love is a commitment. Yes. And a commitment is I'm not looking for exit strategies. Mm. That's, that's, that's true. That's true. You know what I'm saying? It's like, it's going to get tough. It's supposed to get tough. Yeah. It is... Human beings trying to figure out human beings, you know, in the midst of all of that peace. And if we commit to holding on, guess what? I may end up better than how I started with you Mm. because I journey with you. That's the, that's, I'm 37 years married, men together 39. I pray I'm different than I was when I was, uh, when we first met on the college campus, you know what I'm saying? (laughs) Trying to be suave or whatever the case is, you know what I mean? I know that feel is like, I'll be sure. Right, right. You know, it's like it's like that journey together because of the fact that there's so much more good in our togetherness in that journey, in that relationship that it it is I can endure your stuff and and we're going to walk together in that. And in the midst of that, um, man, wow, they they journey with me in that piece. Then let me let me let me figure out how I can be a stronger person in this and I'll end it indirectly without them saying anything just because they loved you and walk with you. You fell away. 
uh, of some things that you want to grow into, right? So the beauty of that piece, man, and man, I know the church is that way, man. I, 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 that's my belief yes. in all these years of ministry that the church is that way, man. And I want to function that way. I don't want to wait to be prompted to function that way. I want to function that way in spite of, you know, bringing the kingdom of God to people who look at me like when I was on the block, witnessing the guys, praying with God, bringing the guys to breakfast. They'd be like, man, what you on? Who is this? Is this 12? Is this cop? What are you on? Yeah. Right. And so I'm still doing, I'm I'm constantly doing that. All right, man, let's go to breakfast. And I, I'm going to be my nerdy self. I'm going to be crazy jokes or whatever I'm going to do. I'm going to be who I'm going to be. And it created a way to break down what was assumption that was something goofy. You know what I mean? That love in that spot. Man, yo, this is Church on the Block, man. Real talk about hip-hop and the church. We had a super guest come through, Colleen. Woo! Our engineer said, I got bars to drop on y'all fools. <laughs> fools, I got some bars to drop on y'all. Man, we got something coming up in a, in a few weeks. Uh, Pastor Jay, drop yo, it to yo, us. Yo, let me go ahead and drop this quick plug for my man, my man, Pastor Kerry Casey and yes. Championship Fathering. We're going to have Championship Fathering Weekend coming up uh, here in Chicago at Londell Community Church. It's going to be happening in the Agape Chapel on June 18th. Uh, we're going to have his son, Marcellus Casey, coming with us to be a part of with us that weekend. We're going to uh, make sure that you come through. We want you to uh, connect with us. There'll be a seminar on Saturday, June 18th called Loving Coaching and modeling all about fathers and what it looks like to love your sons, coach your sons, and be a model for your sons. And then that Sunday, Marcellus going to be our guest speaker. Marcellus is a chaplain for the Kansas City Chiefs. His father, uh, Kerry Casey, is the uh, CEO of Championship Fathering, the former CEO of the National Center for Fathering. We want y'all to be a part of what's going on that weekend, and we got a special deal. We're actually going to have them as a guest on the show. Yes. We yes. care for Father's Day. You want to be a part of it. You want to have your ears yes. peeled. Right. Serious XM that day. It's especially because how the church has treated men, Ooh. period, in a context, in an urban context, even more so, yeah. emasculating the, yeah. the reality of, of, of that. So, cast on, we want to mess with church. And let's talk <laughs> about the issue around fathering, right? Exactly. Like, talk about black men, Ooh. right? Like, you know, how when, you know, I, that's. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. So, man, uh, uh, how can we catch up with you, uh, Pastor Jay and, and, and Ruck Boy? Yeah, let me go ahead, man. At Pastor J, P A S T A H J, Insta, Twitter, Facebook, holla at your boy. Yeah. And you can check me out on Instagram at Ruckboy312CHI. There we go. There we can catch up with me, Pastor Phil J, Pastor Phil, and just keep looking it up, and you'll find me somewhere on the social media area, somewhere. Um, yo, this section we call Bars. Dropping Bars. And I just want to drop this story to you about a general who used to capture spies. He would capture these spies, torture them, and get as much information from them. Then he would offer them the black door or the firing squad before they found their death. And most of the time, they took the firing squad. Captured one particular spy one time, drew all the information out from him, said the same thing, black door or the firing squad. But this time, I meant you go to sleep on it. So the next morning, he asked him, which one are you going to choose? And the guy just said, firing squad goes and he passes away and later on the day the general's assistant said man what is behind the black door you offer everybody this option but nobody chooses the black door what's behind the black door he said behind the black door is freedom but very few people choose it because they're so comfortable in their known yo church we need to step into the black door we need to step into the unknown the be who god calls us to be people who love uncontrollably journeying with people in relationship through the muck and the mire uh, of life. Yo, this is Pastor Phil. Thank you for listening to Church on the Block. Real talk about hip-hop, the church, and the streets. Join us next week, Holy Culture Radio, Sirius XM Channel 154.